Chapter 20 Dwok, 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 dwok. The sound of the rotors was a roar. They were not going to pull up. We were going to hit. But then, a flicker of the pilot's eyes, a twitch of his hand on the control stick. I cranked right. The helicopter cranked left. It blew past me like a tornado. The backwash of the rotors caught me and tumbled me through the air. I fell upside down. I folded my wings, flared my tail, and spun around. I opened my wings and swooped neatly between two trees. I banked left and flew over the cave. Rachel was the last one in. She was still clearly visible. The helicopter would almost certainly have seen her. I watched till she was safely inside. Okay, you guys. I don't think anyone saw you. Be cool till I tell you it's time. They couldn't answer, of course. They were still fully human, so they could hear my thought speech, but not respond in kind. The Yerks went through the familiar routine. The phony park rangers fanned out around the lake with automatic weapons ready. The helicopters buzzed around until they decided the area was free of witnesses. The helicopters landed and the hork jumped out. They seemed extra careful. Probably Visser Three had given them all kinds of grief over the guy I had helped to escape the day before. Visser Three was not a creature you wanted mad at you. Then I felt it. The emptiness in the sky. The sense of something monstrously huge moving slowly through the air. It was above me. Slowly it appeared, shimmering into reality like some kind of magic trick. You could never get used to how big that thing was. It felt like someone was hanging a small moon over your head. I flew out from under it, over closer to the cave. It's here, I announced. From behind the truck ship came the usual guard of bugfighters. Only instead of two bugfighters, there were four. The Irks were definitely nervous this time. Two of the bugfighters remained on patrol. The other two landed in the clearing beside the helicopters. Why? Why the extra security? Was it just because of the guy I had helped to escape? I felt something new in the air above the hovering truck ship. Another cloaked ship. Not as large, but from that emptiness in the sky, I felt a dread that I had felt before. The cloak shimmered out, and the ship appeared. Black within black, an outthrust spear, razor-edged. I had seen this ship before. The blade ship! I had seen it first at the construction site where the Andalite had been murdered while we cried helplessly. No wonder the Yerks were nervous. The blade ship lowered toward the landing area. The hork on the ground, and the park rangers were in a frenzy now, searching the woods as if their lives depended on it. Tsiu! Someone had fired a dracon beam. I looked and saw a deer in mid-leap sizzle and disappear. The Yerks were shooting anything that moved. The doors of the blade ship opened. More hork poured out, dracon beams leveled. Behind them came a pair of taxons, slithering and shimmying on their needle legs, undulating their gross caterpillar bodies. And last, he stepped out. Dainty andalite hooves. Deadly andalite tail like a scorpion's. The mouthless andalite face. The two small andalite arms with too many fingers. The two mobile eyes mounted on antler-like stalks that turned this way and that, always searching, so that the large main eyes could focus on one thing at a time. An andalite body but not an Andalite mind. For in that Andalite body lived a Yerk. The only Andalite controller. The only Yerk ever to enslave an Andalite. And thus, the only Yerk to have the power to morph. I dropped down into the trees. I waited till a patrolling hork had walked past the cave where my friends hid. When I was sure no one would see, I fluttered down and into the cave, scraping the bushes on either side. Tobias, is that you? 
Jake whispered. Yes. What are you doing here? That's not the plan. Forget the plan. He's here. No one asked too. They all knew from the way I had said it. He was here. Visser 3.